that means. <laughs> you can still you can still hear us talking in in the vicinity. Right. Remember how it was like it just was really muffled and shitty. It yeah. sounded like a like a phone recorder or something. It just sounded like like your mic was on and mine <laughs> wasn't or something like that, which yeah. is awful. Can we talk about Greta a little bit? Can yeah, we figure yeah, yeah. out who this Greta girl is? And yeah, well, I was trying to. So I was trying to watch that video of her of her speech. Right. Um. Well, what do you know about her? I'll pull up some stuff. I know her first name is Greta. I know she's 16 years old, and she's here from Sweden. Sweden, Sweden great. And um, she is probably the most passionate ambassador of our climate issues that um, anyone has ever witnessed. <laughs> um, she seems to not have the issue the rest of the world has where they know the problem, but they can't, including myself, I'm not putting myself in some special category. I'm with the rest of you losers who can't fucking get off their ass and do everything they can to make the world a better place. But where we are sort of desensitized to our own self-destruction of our planet and our survival and everything that we hold dear, Greta seems to be really connected to the reality that, so much so that she's like taking boats Right from across the world to get to America to to speak on the issue rather than take a plane because of her own carbon footprint. I mean, the plane's coming here anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Get on the fucking plane. Um, um, look, if you want, I could play. Uh, yeah, give me a little taste. I can give you a snippet. Hopefully, we don't get flagged or anything. But. If they flag us for sharing the passion of a teenage girl about climate change, they can go fuck themselves, whoever they are. They'll probably flag us more for that. All right, come on. That's a good point. I can't hear it. Last year's climate strike here. Tom Yam is here with her story. Good morning, Tom. Oh, just show me the fucking clip. It's not going to happen. Uh, they got to set it up. They're not pulling any punches, guys. Like, I'm here to let you know. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. This morning, the United Nations... Of course, they're going to stop. Uh, Can you find just her clean speech? Ooh, that was a good snippet. Hold on. Hollywood's going to try to snag her. Yeah, and she's going to say, how dare you? No, she takes the lead role and becomes the next Penelope Cruz. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Yeah, you can't fake that shit. 16. Yeah. Infinite That's... growth, man, is not real. If you think you're going to grow every year and it's not going to have a side effect, then you're, oh, you're living in a capitalist nightmare. Yeah. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. The Swedish teen also making headlines for this moment when she and President Trump cross paths, some noting Thunberg's Whoa. icy stare. I didn't see that. I'll have to look like that up President later. Trump, who took the U.S. out of the Paris Climate Agreement for not focusing on climate change. You all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Now, that right there right. is probably the most telling thing that she said. Everything is great. Everything is <sighs> spot on. Yeah. Her passion seems genuine, which I really respect. Yeah. Um, but that idea that people who have had more experience and 
more knowledge and have more power are like, oh, we're looking to you guys, you fucking infants, like don't know shit or have anything or can do anything yet. We're looking. It's all a big ruse. Yeah. That right there, I think, is the most telling thing. If you don't want to, you know, be caught holding the hot potato, you're like, oh no, the kids. Like, look, look over there. Look at the kids. Like, I want to make my yeah. money. <laughs> crazy it's very it's a it's it's yeah that right there that's the moment yeah so i mean at least i don't know good for her you know yeah and here's the thing i was thinking to myself how can i both make a big change and benefit my own uh desires um i i'm a fish not only am i selfish um but i'm also efficient so i'm like oh man if i get a tesla i'm doing my part to get off gas i'm also getting a tesla it's win-win but then i thought Okay, how do I figure out if me taking my my car that I love, mm-hmm. my old gas-guzzling car, and if I get rid of that, sell that, and move up to uh, a Tesla Model 3, am overall, like, at what point am I reducing my footprint? Like, it's a big equation that I'm not sure I'm capable of, of figuring out. Uh, yes, I will be ditching gas, but I'll be purchasing a whole new vehicle, like... Creating a, a need for a whole like that's one thing about buying used things in general. I've always taken a lot of pride in is that I'm not creating. I'm not the market for new things. I go to thrift stores for most of my clothing. Um, I buy only used cars. Like I am, I am supporting a used, non-creating new material lifestyle, which I think is a benefit. Now, that lifestyle also buys cars that guzzle gas. So what would the reality be of me getting a Tesla? Would that really reduce my carbon footprint? How many years would I have to drive that Tesla before that's the case? I don't know how to figure that out. So I don't want to live in some dream world where I'm like, oh, I buy a Tesla. Now I'm a good person. Like, that's not happening. Um, also, I'm in no rush. I'm never in a rush to make a major purchase. I like to take my time and, and protract the process of research and looking forward to it and getting the best deal, getting the thing that I want. I'm a weird shopper. Um, but I got to figure that out. I got to figure out what the real truth is. On that note, figuring what you out what the real truth what is. What you got? What'd you find? Do you think Trump's going to get impeached? Have you been keeping <laughs> up with this current stuff with Ukraine and this conversation he had? And I only know like what you just said, that he had this conversation. He stepped on his own fucking dick one more time. As he does the conversation every day. entailed that he was trying to f- dig up stuff on Joe Biden, a person who might be running against him. And, um, you know, I don't know so much of the details and all of the terminology and a lot of the articles I've read, but, uh, there was a whistleblower who gave up Trump, which what he did goes against One all of his, like someone in his, yeah, yeah in someone his, in his in cabinet, his, right. Who like group. overheard, they were like, fuck. Yeah. That's how it was pitched the way I heard it. They couldn't yeah. keep themselves from. <clears throat> So now I keep reading, now on NPR, I see an article headline, Trump vows to release Ukraine transcript amid impeachment crescendo in D.C. So it is talks right now. To to answer your question, I can't take any any plan or or new approach to impeachment seriously until it's serious. I don't know what impeachment entails. I know that... Being impeached doesn't even mean you're not president Dem- anymore. Like, it's a really complicated bullshit. Democrats neared a fever pitch on whether to impeach. Like, didn't they didn't impeach Clinton, but he was still president? Like They impeached him. He was impeached. But he didn't, like, leave office? Yeah, he did. <laughs> did he? Yeah. How? how when? He made. He, I remember his speech where he left the office, where he made the mistakes. 
I made mistakes. I did with fucking whatever her name yeah. is. It, it's just one of those things where it's like I'm as long sure. as long as as um as um shit. Now I forgot the word. When you talk forever on the floor of the of of Congress, when and you're not saying anything, you're just trying to block. Help me out. When you just talk incessantly, it's a whole fucking legal thing, uh, political thing. Uh, filibuster. Thank you. So when you filibuster, all you're doing is blocking the ability to pass whatever bill by talking for 26 hours. Like it's not real. None of this shit is real. It's all bullshit. That's why the electoral college. It's all bullshit. Um, you know, changing the 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 voting registration lines and, and gerrymandering different areas so that certain numbers... I mean, the, the, the level of, of bullshit corruption, like, until I see it happen, I, I, no, I'm not... No, it's not gonna... I, yeah, it, I, don't, I don't anticipate this particular um, new approach to impeachment based on this Ukrainian whistleblower uh, and situationless whistleblower. No, I don't anticipate it to do anything. Um... As long as our system keeps someone like Bernie from being, they still they're keep they're still calling Biden the front runner. It's bullshit. He's not. Do you know anybody who isn't seventy four years old and doesn't pay attention to politics who's like Biden? Nobody. Yeah. But that's how he felt about Trump. But again, when we thought Trump couldn't win, right? He got fewer votes. He's retarded. We knew that he couldn't win. Like, no one's that stupid. We can't have that many stupid people in America that he's going to win. But then he did. But then we found out very recently it had a lot to do with that, the documentary, The Big Hack, Mm -hmm. The Great Hack, where it turned out there was that algorithm that they were using to um, just propagandize all of the, the swing states all the people that were still on the fence and those swing states that went for Trump are the reason he got the electoral college vote by a arguable landslide but lost the popular vote. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what I, I, I struggle to even get excited about my own involvement in politics. Like I've been voting since I was 22 for president. I don't, I didn't vote the first time I could. Um, it was a Clinton year. I didn't know anything about it at the time. Um, but there's no way to to know any if any of this stuff is legit. And yeah, people, great people, are fighting all the time to make the system more legitimate, and that's great. I support that, of course. But then you get to the end of the of the cycle, and you get some other fucking retarded person, and and you're like, what what just happened? Mm. I mean, I know we had that little not disagreement, but like when they when we bailed out the the banks in oh eight oh nine. And I remember that it didn't pass the first day. And I was like, finally, the people said, don't take our money for this shit bank that is the reason we're in this mess. And the next day, we're like, oh, we gave it to them anyway. We're like, come on. what? What? It, none of this is real. And then I think you said we had to bail them out. There was no choice. Like, we had to or the economy would have collapsed further or something. Like that. I don't know if that was you or not. Um, and I'm like, okay. Uh, you can all, But you can always say that whenever, like, a criminal, like, well, he had no choice. He had to. Okay, but yeah, then but when, when do we have a choice? behavior is a little different than like the whole country going into an economic fucking disaster. Because of criminal behavior. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not good, but like, trust me, a bailout at that point is... Right, so it was you. 
Yeah, but also I did, I would have bailing out is is had to happen, but holding people accountable didn't, and that is the real problem. No one was held accountable. Right, they but the just, bailout was masked as a thing we had to do to save, like blah, blah blah. But then it was executed in a shitty way. Right. So then what's then I don't then fuck you, like fuck them. I don't care. Yeah. Like I I'd rather have seen shit get worse. Then to just do another Band-Aid and pass the buck and fucking scoop that hot potato to the next administration, which was a worse administration. Well, not worse, but. Well, dude, how much, if you didn't bail them out, that's still a fucking hot potato you're passing to the next administration. Yeah, where do we draw the line? Uh, I don't know. I, ho- I wish I understood it more. I, could I wish I had a- the answer, but yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't either. Um, um. <laughs> so Greta, sweet girl. I thought she was 11, I swear to God. 16, she looks like she's uh, like a 10-year-old girl. Mm. Um, but that does explain her uh, her advanced understanding of the situation and her passion. Um, not that little kids can't be more passionate, but she definitely seems to understand more of what she's upset about. Um, sometimes little kids are like, I'm just upset and I don't get it, which is frustrating. I was, I was like that as a little kid. Um, so she's here just to bring attention. Like, was, do you know what the, like... If there was a group or an organization that said, we got to get you here, or she just came on her own. Like- She's a Swedish teenager who is credited with raising global awareness of the risks posed by global warming, climate change, and withholding politicians to account for their lack of action on climate crisis. She... I love that she's... Uh, um- Never, never, never satisfied. Like if someone goes, "Oh, that's great," she's like, "Yeah, you say that, but you know." <laughs> yeah. She's like, "You keep talking and and you say these things, and you're like, oh, great, but you don't do anything about it, and you're st- like, that's oh, wow." In May, she was featured on the cover of Time magazine, which named her a next generation leader and noted that many see her as a role model. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, how could you not see her as a role model? Um, she's the only person that gets up there and and um doesn't put her emotions to the side to, to to read some speech. She clearly, and I find it to be uh, a great strength, unable to keep her emotions in check. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's what we need, man. That's what we need. We need people to be like, this is bullshit. She heard about climate change in 2011 when she was eight years old and could not understand why so little was being done about it. Three years later, she became depressed and lethargic, stopped talking and eating, and was eventually diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, obsess- obsessive compulsive disorder, and selective mutism. While acknowledging that her diagnosis has limited me before, she said, she does not view her autism as an illness and has instead called it her superpower. Wow. What a fucking awesome girl. How crazy is it that we're now at a point where... Oh, wow. Look, hold on. Sorry, I want to keep going on this for a second. She, this, she is so fucking awesome. Uh, for about two years, Thunberg challenges, challenged, excuse me, challenged her parents to lower the family's carbon footprint by becoming vegan and giving up flying, which in part meant her mother had to give up her international career as an opera singer. Thunberg credits her parents' eventual response and lifestyle changes with giving her hope and belief that she could make a difference. The family story recounted in the 2018 book, Scenes from the Heart. So she did an interview with some talk show host. I can't remember who it was. Um, and I only saw a little bit of it. But that talk show host asked her, so how did you feel about like your mom's career being over because 
she couldn't fly anymore to these like, things. She was like, um, she sings in the choir like now. She was like, I don't care. <laughs> She's like, I don't care about her music career. Um, she sings. She's fine. She was totally like, you went the That's awesome. It was amazing. That's she was awesome. like, she's like, like well, what do you fucking think? What a stupid question. No, it wasn't a stupid question. It was actually legit. Like, let's think, let's pretend you're a parent and you're a kid and you're a rapper and you actually have a great career. And all of a sudden, your kid's like, Daddy, you can't be a rapper. and uh, You have to rap only around the neighborhood. It would be a big fucking deal to you. Yeah. It could be a big deal to her mom. I don't know if it is. But it sounded like the way that it was pitched in the history or the, the facts of her parents' occupations that it was. But the mm. du- but then Greta was like, yeah, it's not a big deal. She sings locally now. I don't give a shit. She mm. really – I'm surprised she didn't say I don't give a shit. I think she even said I don't care, um, which – I just found so goddamn refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> um, not to say that her mom isn't a person who deserves to have what she wants, but it sounds like her mom said okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, I wonder what that was like, if it took a week, a month, a year, or if it was immediate. I want to find that out. I want the details of that story. Because in this story, I'm the, I'm the mom with a shitty singing gig that's not great, but I love it. And, and my kid's like, look. Your career's not that great. All right? You could do some stuff locally, and it's going to be fine. <laughs> she actually had a pretty successful career. I'm on her Wikipedia now. Okay, mother. cool. What's it say? Uh, I mean, she's done operas. The world needs more opera, that's for sure. 97, 98, all the way to 2013. She's performing the opera, Paris Opera, Vienna Festival. She did... Uh, I just love that her own daughter's like, yeah, your career's not not important. <laughs> she performs. <clears throat> she always performs on the Swedish National Day for the country. Good for her. She's. I mean, she's. She's got some. I wonder if she secretly flies places and don't, doesn't tell Greta. She's with Sony. She's with Sony as a recording label. I mean, like she's got some fucking credits. Here. Okay, so it's even. She's more- got. Oh my god, she's on one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, wa- eight, nine, ten, eleven albums. Wow. Like professional opera albums. Good for her. I wonder if so Greta. She's a, so she's yeah. She's, I wonder if Greta, because of her Aspergers, is incapable of caring about her mother's career. Like it's not like I've I've compartmentalized it or whatever. Or I've, I've well, I think she's prioritized still a kid and and at that young age of like eight to twelve or whenever she started getting so into this. I mean, when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, but this is like. Our future, like, I'm life. just curious if it's something that it's like timing as a child, or if it's the Aspergers that makes her in, incapable of caring about her mom's singing. I don't know what it is. I don't know enough to. to I don't think she doesn't. I don't think she does. We don't know. Okay, okay, but I'm saying I don't think she doesn't care about the career. You should have heard how she reacted to this question. That's fine, <laughs> but I'm also thinking like this she is really bigger than any career right now, which I agree with her. Like the, in her mind, this is like you won't have a fucking career unless you do. We do something because we could all be underwater and dead in fifty years. But then, then there's if, no more opera, right? But if you give up your career to do this one minuscule addition to her car, I mean, this is one person not flying. Is that more important than her she individual? She could take a career? fucking boat. Ed Sheeran did it, and he made a half a billion dollars in touring. Because so, of his boat? No, I'm saying he took a boat from New York all the way back to uh, fucking Manchester That's to record his album. That's how he made a half album. a billion dollars? No, I'm Ed saying... Sheeran did not make half a billion no. dollars. In touring? Yeah, he did. In 2018. Half, no, that's not possible. No, it is, and Ed it's real. Ed Sheeran? Yes. He's the highest paid touring musician in the, in well, the world. Well, I did not know that. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, fucking... I'm just saying you can still travel within Europe, not take a f- and not take a flight and still, you know, 
performance of this. I think this is. I think just giving up flying doesn't mean she's completely giving up her career. No, no. Especially in Europe. God, you do a European tour, you train everywhere. Take a train everywhere. Can't Sony just take the private jet and be done with it? (laughs) (laughs) Take a helicopter. Yeah, take take a helicopter, less gas. Um, What about the, uh, what was that? Not the Falcon. What was the Concorde? I think we got to go soon. Um, Let me see if our guest is here. Um, She's not? Great. We have a few extra minutes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, hats off to Greta for doing the thing that most people cannot do is put their own personal um, modern conveniences aside mm-hmm. to really do a lot if you if you inspire, but very little if it's just your portion. That's the that's the rub. Like when someone goes, well, I'm going to give up all my shit while the assholes of the world are taking up the, uh, enough for 10 people like that's a hard Move to make. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, I try to conserve and recycle and all that kind of stuff. But again, yeah, but I use a lot of electricity. I, I drive a, a, a gas guzzling vehicle. Like, it's 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 admirable. And um, how much are the Teslas right now? Do you know what they're saying about the Tesla? What? You're probably not like this. I probably want what the new Prius. Who said that? A lot of people are saying you it. can't do that. You got to tell me where you heard that because that's stupid. Brendan Schaub. Making Shop. fun of Brian Callen. First of all, yeah, that's not that's that's. I love Shab. I, I love I, Callen. I, yeah, but I know Shab's point. But have you is seen Shab's? They're, they're I'm gonna everywhere. Say it. I'm gonna say it. Have you seen Shab's boots? Uh, yeah. I'm okay. Many. Have them. you seen Shab's? What is it? A Raptor? That three wheeled? Oh, the fucking truck. The Raptor. That the, thing is. Whatever car he's driving is way more embarrassing than a Prius. So him calling a Tesla a Prius is laughable. Again, Shab, love you, buddy, but this is an easy one. That's not even, yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear does you Callen, debate. I would totally, I would totally. Um, does Callan have uh, a Tesla? Yeah, he's obsessed with it. Oh, love that guy. Do you listen to his show? I actually just started listening to his um, his uh, his special. If you listen to he his may, podcast, he had, you he would He had know. one joke I really, really liked. Um and I can't remember what it is yet, but uh, I'm watching it in pieces so I don't forget stuff. Nice. And here I am yeah, forgetting stuff. Um, I've never really given Callan like a, a, a big chance as far as listening to his material, um, but I enjoyed the the first part of that that I watched, and I'm going to go back to it. Um, but we love Brian just on a personal level. He's just a good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, always always like bumping into him. Um, yeah, we got to get him on the show. Now that we have the, news, the new place, um, which will be way more fun, um, we have to sort of coax him into... Mm-hmm. Breaking, guess, yeah. Guess how many uh, employees Tesla has? Tesla. Let me guess. Um, uh, oh, fourteen hundred. No. All right. So our guest is here. We should wrap it up. Um, What's how many? the cheaper one? The the Teslas. The Model Three is the cheapest. What's the it's Model It's a baseline X? of thirty five grand, but that's before bells and whistles. You're not going to want to get a thirty five thousand dollar Model Three because you're getting like the smallest battery and no power, or whatever. Like I don't know what they're, uh, but you can do it. All right, forty five thousand employees. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. We're out of here. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll. Uh, hey. Well, next time we see you is going to be with our last guest. In our um, space that we've been renting for the last year, yeah. and we're moving to our new space, so new things space, are changing baby. on our end. Um, we're looking, we're working on our. Uh, we've got ourselves an editor. Um, we got a couple of cameras. We're gonna work on getting a, a YouTube channel up so that we can start seeing our yeah. own pretty faces, <laughs> yeah. and uh, see if uh, the next generation of unofficial is is uh, the right move. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye.